0: Wind Down
1: with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. We're still here.
2: Somehow, somewhere, we're still here. The
1: baby's still in my belly. For now. For now. I mean, I mean it's, it's any seconds. Da- it's, it's down to days. Any second. Hours. Um, Sarah <gasps> is in the studio! Oh! Hey! Hey! Our beloved Sarah oh, Cruz is in the studio, I, formerly, or as I like to call her, Sarah Gretzky. Oh That's what God, I have you as my phone. I know. Um, but she just felt my contraction because I was trying. I was like, oh, I'm having a contraction. I'm having a contraction. Uh, and you felt the difference. Yeah, but it's <laughs> freaking me out.
2: You're going to be okay.
1: I don't know. I'm, I've been so stressed the last week. But I feel like, why do people get so freaked out about, because I know a few other people that are so freaked about babies and bellies, like even you, like to this morning when I put your hand on me, I was like, oh my God, feel this. I
2: Feeling th- it's not as bad It's when you see it and it oh. looks like an alien coming out of I you. I literally that's was like, eh, is I'd that, is he
0: like fist pumping me? Like, yeah. Literally. Yeah. I think it's when you can't relate. Like when you talk to, try and talk to guys about like a period, <laughs> <What>? you know? <laughs> no, like that's why it freaks me out yeah. because I can't relate like, because I don't. I didn't pay attention. And Do you want to? Be, you want to be a mom though? Oh, obviously. Yeah, but like I just—it's—it's
1: just—it went from like soft, and then it got hard, <laughs> and then I'm afraid you're gonna pee it out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Remember we oh, were? Oh uh, God. Sarah and I went to. Remember when we went to Vegas? Yeah. That was so much that fun. Was so fun. Um, radio, festival, and she goes. I was just
2: home taking care of our daughter. <laughs> and, you, know, you were I, on a golf trip. Actually, I was.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I was. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, with your dad. That's right. So, no, you weren't home taking care of the kid,
2: On a very expensive golf trip.
1: Yeah. We, um, and so, but Sarah is like just standing out the window. And I oh thought my she God. was going to have something like really <laughs> just like special to say. Well, I
0: was. I was literally. No, you went to the bathroom and then you came out. And while you were in there, I was just thinking.
1: Yeah. And this is what this is the thought <laughs> that came to Sarah's brain. Would you like to say or do you want me to Do you actually want to re-say what you said or? I mean, I literally
0: stand by it. I was curious if. You ever felt, or if someone has ever pooped out their baby? What?
1: <laughs> and that was exactly <laughs> my response back. What? Why would you think you you can't poop? First of all, your hole, your poop hole, is different than your vaginal. I understand that. However, it's all just I don't know. You're squatting. Things are happening. Don't you like pee yourself sometimes, and you don't know? Well. Y- Sometimes, yeah, that can happen. I just didn't know, you know. You're saying
2: like, it's all attached. I don't know. Oh, way, so, I, like I, when I'm so
1: like when I'm pushing, like out my poop, you're afraid that I'm going to push my baby out. Yes. No, Mark. Why are you yes, nodding your head over there? I
3: just see what she's saying. That's all. I'm just trying to thank back you. her up because I <laughs> get it.
2: Uh, yeah, you're using the same muscles to push out your poop and your baby.
0: Well, and, and isn't it like
2: it's not like your baby's gonna come through your I'm like butle, hiking but.
0: up? Is
1: <laughs> she literally just put her like leg on? The I table. just feel like
0: it's like ready position.
1: Also,
3: I mean, he is been, head down. There's news reports of women giving birth in bathroom stalls.
1: That's crazy.
0: I
3: assume yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, they pushed too hard.
1: I, I Ooh. mean, you're a lot stronger than you think. It is true.
3: That is true.
1: You know what I would love if you pooped out your baby. That would be great. <laughs> I just think that would be just a great 360 karma. Mm. I mean. Switching gears. Yeah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, it's obviously been a total devastation here in California with the wildfires and um, our hearts go out to all the family members and the houses and just everything that um, Northern California and here in Southern California that, you know, people have been dealing with the fires. Uh, Sarah has an interesting story that happened to her regarding yeah. the fires. Yeah,
0: it was crazy. So the night before was actually
1: the shooting at
0: Borderline, just, which is... Even. Devastating. By but
3: the way, uh, th- I live there in Thousand Oaks. You Thousand live in Thousand Oaks. And the shooter lived a block uh, away. From <gasps> no, her. stop. Yeah. So. If so I Ty, wow. my boyfriend. Did, so
1: you did you ever know? Did you ever meet him? I no? never
3: met him and didn't know his mom or anything, but I know the house. Like when oh. I saw the house, I was like, oh yeah. I Walk past that house walking my dog every single day. Oh my gosh. Have,
1: I Just haven't smiled. seen the the news around the parents? How, how were they? What did
3: the main thing with this guy seems to be, although now high school friends of his are saying he was aggressive in high school, but a lot of really? people are saying that he was a Marine, and when he got back, he was not the same anymore, mm-hmm. and we all know that different people react differently yeah. to that no of level of trauma.
2: And he was inventory, yeah. like machine yeah, machine gun right, handler, right. like he was in it.
3: Yeah, so I don't know how much you blame the mom, how much, like I think there's a natural instinct to blame him or the mom or somebody or society or whatever it is. I yeah. don't know who to blame in this situation.
0: It's just sad. Like, it is. It's, just, a it's sad, just so sad. All around sad. Yeah. Like, But Ty's from there and his family lives there. So the night before we woke up to, I mean, I had 15 missed calls. He had, and you panic. I mean, I don't, I, now I know what my mom would always say. Like, you know, when you get a phone call in the middle of the night, it's just never. And I'm like, who could be, what could be going on? And it was his mom calling us, you know, are you okay? Is everyone okay? Telling us about the shooting. And then the next night we wake up again to so many phone calls and our dogs are going crazy. And then I started freaking out. I'm like, is there an earthquake? What's going on? And I go to our front door, and his whole family is there. Wayne
1: Gretzky is standing yes, at the front door. Yes,
0: his whole family showed up to our apartment, which is not very big. And they're like, we had to evacuate the fire. And it was just like, oh, it's just so much. And it's one of those things where you never think it could happen. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm making coffee. It was 3 a.m.
1: How does Wayne Gretzky like his coffee? He, oh, my God. So <laughs> I, did I. Did you have to make him breakfast, too? Was I he did. like, I want two scrambled eggs? No, eyes. they were
0: actually the best. Because Ty and I were like, uh. Make yourselves at home.
1: By work. the way, it wasn't just Wayne; it was oh, Wayne, it was
0: Wayne and um, his mom and his two little siblings and his uncle and the tennis coach. And so <laughs> all we show up at three in the morning. Yeah, and they all they were like, we had to evacuate. We got on the road. We got out of there. And so I made them coffee. He likes it with half and half, okay. but I accidentally put in sweet cream how
1: dare you he you literally goes sweet cream with the great one he
0: goes this is the best coffee ever <gasps> oh, and janet oh, oh, goes what did you put in it and i go sweet cream and she goes well the wayne that's why I was like, <laughs> he goes i said half and half and i was like yeah i don't know if you we have nothing in our i mean we're never we don't have anything but they were so no, i mean we ty and i were like okay we went back to sleep and then we woke up and his mom got us flowers and like Aww, she stocked our fridge sweet. and I was like, really? That's such
2: a parent thing to do. I, I know, but that. I'm like,
0: you guys are the one like I mean, they didn't sleep at all. They stayed up all night watching the news, tracking it because they couldn't yeah, even. They don't want their house to. They couldn't even think and and then of course they're just you know parents. And is and their, their house, house is okay? okay? Yeah, their house is fine. They're okay. They've been there. Um, what about I mean, their
2: neighborhood? Could we've been in that neighborhood? Na- yeah, any house in that neighborhood?
0: No, but it was crazy. His brother was putting up videos. So remember the lake? I don't know if you guys saw the lake. Did you see the yeah, lake? Yeah, the it. lake. So. They were getting—helicopters were going in there and getting water. Yeah, they
2: had the big, long tubes yeah. that come down. Yeah, and, and stuff it was like,
0: crazy yeah. because his brother was, like, documenting it on Instagram um, all, you know, all day wow. yesterday. But it was crazy. But I, it changes so much, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, all everything lifted and they're fine to be there now.
1: I felt like—I mean, even with just the shooting and the fires— I felt so helpless, like not being able to do something. Like I oh, wanted yeah. to be able to. It's the worst. Fi- we were talking. I mean, I know. Yeah. You came we, over there. The, yeah. You were. Yeah. You came over that next morning and I was like, man, I know I'm like, 10 months pregnant basically, but I wish I could go help put out fires. But you just kind of feel so helpless sitting in your cozy little home yeah. with you our feel Christmas so decorations guilty. up, you know,
2: it's like it's the similar feeling of like if you go to a third world country, right. And do like a charity thing like we've gone to, you know, yeah. Honduras and stuff like that. And then you come back. You feel guilty for having of, what you have when really you, just wanna, you should just appreciate it yeah. more. It's like the same thing. It's like we feel bad. You know, we're just talking outside here about people who, you know, they have homes and they're the only four homes at the entire neighborhood that, you know, didn't catch fire. It's like, do you feel bad walking into your yeah. house? You know, you can only do so much to, to give back to it's people. A
0: heavy feel- I feel like it's just a heavy feeling for everyone.
2: It is. It is. And
1: it's so... Speaking of Honduras, do you remember when we took out the water... The water capsule in the shower. Cause we wanted more water to come out. What?
2: <laughs> you're a terrible person.
1: For what? Bringing that up? Or are you not remembering?
2: You for you telling me to do that? <laughs> this is all you're doing. I was like,
1: there's not enough water dripping Basically, on me. Basically, there's like
2: there's like water restrictors, <laughs> water restrictors in like this hotel that we were in, and Jan like, I need more. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like, okay, well, no. if you guys want to donate at all and help out with people out here suffering from the fires. If you text the words "Red Cross" to nine zero nine nine nine, that's an automatic ten dollar donation. Just you know to help, every little bit helps. At this point, people have lost everything. Lots of people. So again, text Red Cross to nine zero nine nine nine.
1: Yeah, when you're drinking your ten dollar latte from Starbucks, you could have given that to the fire people. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes <you could've laughs> Make people <laughs> feel guilty for drinking their morning <laughs> coffee.
1: I know. It's what we just talked about. Shoot. No, we were so guilty. it's Yeah. Uh, hey, Sarah, you still don't have a ring on your finger. No, I don't. Okay. Moving um, on. Moving on. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> all right. So one of the things that Michael and I are now loving in our house is our Amazon Fire TV. So it brings all the live and streaming content you love to the biggest screen in your house. So you can watch everything you love with access to Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, and so much more. And with our baby on the way. We're trying to binge as much as we can right now, so it's great. And you can even watch YouTube videos and access websites like Reddit and Facebook on Fire TV. There's makeup tutorials. Michael, if you want to like watch any of those, sure. to <laughs> cake icing videos, to all the new drama that's all the buzz, whatever you're into, it is on Fire TV.
2: Cooking videos, if you want to watch some of those.
1: Exactly. And you can just be like, hey, Alexa, open YouTube. I mean, I just think that's great because you can have everything in your house just working together. And if that wasn't enough, you can listen to this podcast and music with the iHeartRadio app on Fire TV. So, hey, head over to www.amazon.com slash windown. Again, that's amazon.com slash windown to order a Fire TV of your very own. And they make great gifts for your friends and family this holiday season.
2: Hey, do you want to bring up real quick what we talked about? Remember you said you saved for the podcast?
1: Something happened the other day where, okay, we've heard that when you have a sibling with a baby to always bring the gift for the sibling.
3: The older I've, sibling. The yeah. older
1: sibling. I've heard. And uh, not to go straight to the, the baby. So when our baby boy comes, you know, people don't go straight to the baby. You say hello to Jolie first and that some that we should keep presents on hand for Jolie yeah. because no one's going to bring presents for Jolie. Yeah. So, we have a friend that just had a new baby, and they've Mm -hmm. got two girls. And this is their third. This is their third. And so, I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for us to be able to bring the presents for their two girls on top of their baby, you know? And so, go ahead.
2: And this is an old work buddy of mine, okay? A friendship that I value. And I asked Jana, I said, hey, when you go get something, because she was running out to this little cute store by our house to get something for the infant. I said, hey, can you just grab a bag, like just like a, a present bag to put these other presents in because I didn't want to show up in like the store bag that we yeah. got them in, like a plastic bag. I don't want to carry them by themselves. I just wanted a nice bag just, a just to carry in. Just That's it. I don't want to like carry the, the two presents under our arms. Yeah. And Jana didn't get one.
1: Because what, if there's no reason... Okay,
2: But I didn't add oh, real quick, okay. and I was thinking about this yesterday, and I actually kind of like, I was... It bothered you. It really did bother me because I, I was there like... There was a little tension in the car. It didn't... Oh, no. I wasn't asking, like, what do you think? Should we do this? I asked her. It I said, a- can you please get this bag? Yeah. I would like to put these other presents for the girls in this bag. But it we already a- went
1: out of our way to get a present for them. It doesn't matter. The girls don't care that they're wrapped or in, in presents. It's just... It wasn't we about went, that.
2: I asked you for something. I
1: understand that, but it's just... And I get that, and I apologize that I didn't, because you did ask me for what you wanted, but in my and I and I didn't do it, and I should have just done it. But in my head, I'm like, we went out of our way to get them presents for the the girls. I have the other stuff wrapped, really pretty. Yeah. So, you know, who cares if the 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 little um, Barbie doll play sets for the two girls aren't wrapped? They're just gonna be happy that they got something. But did then he was just, you know, again, he's like, but I asked, he asked. for. So did be. you
0: not do it because you like didn't feel like it, or you were tired, or you didn't have time? No, just I just, I really to?
1: just didn't think that it was important. <laughs> Which again, <laughs> Which, I wasn't asking for her opinion. Yeah, I asked her you for asked something. Her to do it.
2: Please no. get this while yeah, you're at I the know. store. You didn't, and so, but I appreciate you apologizing today because when we went over it, she didn't apologize. Well, yeah. I feel like she it's just one said, of those things. That I just now didn't that think we needed it.
0: Think you know because if you would have asked him,
2: oh exactly. Oh I'm my God, I'm
1: just in the middle because I'm the same. Like if Ty, Sarah. Okay. Ask, but Continue, would you, But would you be yeah. that mad or no?
2: Yes, she would.
1: I would be mad because I asked for what I wanted and I didn't. Because there's times when he's like, "Let me uh, grab." Like, your. I'm like, "No, I don't need you to carry this." I'm like, I got it. If I w- I'll ask you if I need something. Like, are you mad that sh- you
0: asked her to do something and she didn't, or are you mad that she that it didn't look nice and it wasn't pretty and wrapped?
2: It, it came down to I was mad that I just I asked her straight out what I wanted and needed. Mm-hmm. And then she used her own opinion about it and decided against it. And I was like, I didn't ask for your opinion. I asked you to get this a two dollar bag.
0: So I'm psycho because I think I would be mad that it didn't look pretty and nice <laughs> and perfect. But who cares? It's, I know. we didn't have to bring the presents. I know. the presents were nice. really them. It was a nice
1: gesture that we even brought the it presents wasn't. that we thought that I g- nobody else would bring presents no. for the toddlers. Yeah, we were bringing presents for the baby. You already but we went just, above and beyond. Yeah. So I'm like, why get the stupid bag with the fluff? Hmm. They don't care. I They're guess toddlers. what I need is stupid. Oh this my. is a
2: great, is a great trans- transition into our guest Hillary, today. Hi. Hillary Golcher is here with us,
1: and we have. Can you help us because we clearly need a little issue. We have a little issue here. And give
2: our listeners kind of your background real quick so they can understand how awesome you are.
4: Yeah, um, I'm Dr. Hillary Golcher, and I have a private practice in Beverly Hills. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist, and I work a lot with couples. And <laughs> I work a lot with couples uh, in the public eye. And I work on other stuff, too, trauma and anxiety, depression, eating disorders, um, parenting stuff, all sorts of things. So I have uh, a practice in Beverly Hills, and I do a lot of um, media stuff, sort of uh, local media and uh, the news, CNN, Fox. i commenting on various uh, psychological issues from a therapist's perspective. Fantastic. How could I
1: have done better? Should I have just gotten the bag, even though... I didn't agree with the extra few bucks that we should have spent because we already went above and over. Like, b- because, because he asked for it, should I have just done it?
4: You know, I, I think we have to step back for a moment because okay. I, I, I think it's more of a goodwill issue. That's kind of what's coming up for me because it, like from the outsider, it's kind of such a small thing. Yeah, But right. if there were enough goodwill between you two, uh-huh. and like this is my first time with you, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know a little bit about your history uh-huh. from listening to a couple of the last podcasts. So that's a limited right. view, but still, Um, that if there were a little more goodwill, this would come easier for you two. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I totally get it. He, he would have said. Uh, he, yeah i'd prefer them this way and you would have been like okay because like there's enough emotional like money in the bank yeah. that it doesn't trigger you you right. know what i mean and there's enough goodwill where you're like it's not important to me it's important to him so like
2: cares. i'm not going to choose this time to stay on my ground it's to be like this is ridiculous right and it yeah. seems like like that.
4: there's enough tension between you guys in the last <laughs> period of your life that there's not an immediate goodwill that you lean into we're depositing like in the that. bank more and yeah. more now
2: yeah. but that's a great
4: point right that's what it sounds like you guys are on the upswing yeah but, yeah. Sure. but i mean like you know so to your question i mean sure prob- probably yeah. maybe you should have done that since he specifically asked sought what out he to say hey this might seem small to you well maybe you didn't say it like I this mean, which might be a good way to say it but like I mean, hey this might seem small to me but uh small to you but it's important to me can we just figure out a way to do this kind of thing.
0: You're also like a hundred months pregnant, like in your defense. I don't know. Maybe you just. <laughs> really... Oh, now she goes back no, to Sajana. Just... She <laughs> no, couldn't leave it. it Me no. my back. I'm just saying like, sometimes it's just like, eh.
4: Yes. Yeah. I don't well, know. I, th- I think, and that's where the goodwill piece comes in. You know what I mean? Because it can go either way. Like if there were enough goodwill between you two and she had been like, no, you might've been like, you know what? Uh, okay. Like and right. it's not like it was She's a, a present for them. Pregnant. It's not
1: like they, it's a birthday present for them. It was yeah. a, it just an extended, awesome yeah. offer any or a yeah. nice gesture that we did anyways on top of it. Yeah. That why did it have to have bells and whistles on it? Yeah. We already went above and beyond. We're also bringing food over there to cook for them. We're also doing A, B, and C. Like, why do I have to get an, a stupid bag with <sighs> stuff on it?
0: Sorry. Mike, it's just
1: stupid. Okay? No, I, no. How
2: dare I? <laughs> no.
1: it's just. But again, you ask for what you want, and if it was something that I wanted then I would have been bummed too if I asked for 12 lemons and you only bring me six lemons I'm gonna <gasps> be upset exactly Same. Same.
4: well I feel like for this period of time for you guys as you're in the rebuilding process yeah. like when one of you takes the risk to ask for what you want whether mm. it's like about you know the bag and how it's dressed or whether it's like in the bedroom or something mm-hmm. when someone does that yeah. that it's really important for this period of time to be hypersensitive to that like like ding he did that I need to take a minute and like step outside of myself and make sure I attempt at least to like adhere to his request because he did that. You right. know what I mean? I totally get that. And that yeah. at some other point down the line, six months, a year, or whatever, there'll be more goodwill between you guys where it's like, eh, you know what? We have, a, we have some room to play here. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fight back today because I'm 100 months pregnant yeah. and I'm right. and I just right. don't feel like doing it. And you were like, you know what? She's 100 months pregnant and <laughs> she's grabbing she doesn't feel like doing right. it. You just don't have like a lot of like rubber band between you two right now. You yeah. Know?
1: And that's true too. It's just because I get upset when I'm like, I've asked you for what you need and you didn't. So it's like once we kind of build those up a little bit more, then mm-hmm. it won't be like you should say. And then we're going to have some like yeah. good wiggle room.
4: That's right. It won't be like this forever where you can never have a day where you're like, I just can't be the hero in this mm-hmm. moment. I just can't step up even though it's a small request and where you're like, OK, she's just moody. And right. But it's fine. I can let it go. Which
2: is funny because we have we've acknowledged that we're we're starting to get better at that. Yeah. Where yeah. We really are where we're just kind of like we're not digging at if someone's we can feel attention or, you know, there's something was said. We don't dig at each other as much. We're just kind of let it be. It's like, all right, well, we'll revisit this later.
1: Yeah. Switching gears really fast. Sarah, I really want you to get your opinion. Yes. Or her, her, her. Yeah. What's going on with your I just sister. had
0: a question because I feel like this is a big issue. Like, you know, we're always you're always hearing about people dating people that their parents or their friends or their families don't approve of. I'm not in that situation. Just saying. Um, But I'm just wondering, because like for Mike and Jana, you know, she went through something. I'm sure she told her family what went down. You know, my friends,
1: your friends, family, you got
0: people involved emotionally. However, you know, whatever. How what is the process when she gets when when she makes the decision? She and Mike, you know, what is the process of her now saying, okay, everyone, everything I said I still feel or I don't feel or do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how how are people supposed to go from basically hating Mike to not hating? Mike? Yeah. extreme. From so, one extreme- so
1: you're so this person has said a bunch of this bad stuff about the person that she's either with. And then now is like, never mind, he's working on himself. So y'all need to like him is basically the gist of this situation. Like, yeah. In that
0: scenario, what. I guess I just want to understand
2: and that one, scenario. And just to clarify cuz I don't Jana knows your situation I don't Well she's kind of in, in the middle of something. So but you're Sorry. one of the outsiders who yeah. now you're supposed to change your opinion of this person.
0: Not even change a opi- I just want to understand. They want this they want her I to be un- back on
1: board. I for just want to understand him. the flip okay. switch. Okay. Mm.
0: And whether I mean I even have talked to Jana. I've heard her to you know just in general like I'm just curious. What are we supposed, you know, when you know so much, how do you
4: unknow it? Yeah, I mean, I don't don't think there is such a thing as a flip switch. That would be like an unreasonable expectation because the person asking you for that courtesy didn't have a flip switch either. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. went through a whole process, whatever Mm -hmm. the process Mm -hmm. was. They went through therapy. They consulted friends. They consulted family. They saw a pastor, right? I mean, they didn't flip a switch. Mm -hmm. They, over a period of time, made a decision. And so I can't imagine that someone could also flip a switch or could flip a switch Mm -hmm. um, in in any scenario, really. So to me, I mean, it depends which side you're looking on. If it's Jana telling her friends, so I've made a decision, I'm continuing my life with Mike, you know, to acknowledge, like, I – I know this might be hard. Like you were on this road with me, and it looked like it was going to go a different direction. There were a lot of feelings, a lot of things happened, and some of them were amazing, some of them were awful. And it might be really hard to like turn the emotional car around and come on this journey with me, but I'm asking you to. Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge that it might be at your own pace. It might not be right along with me, and I'm okay with that kind of thing. I
0: guess it's just like what's the borderline between supporting and then right? Because I think I this think, is yeah, this is a
4: got it. Yes. Well, there is. I mean, if there's something abusive going on, either mentally, verbally or physically, that's that's a different scenario. Like all bets are off. Yeah. So if the
1: person has done that, then it's going to be hard for the other people to be on board with that relationship when, you know, A, B and C.
0: I just wonder how, you know, it's so hard, especially in this time, like, you know, Mm -hmm. everything's so sensitive and everything's so political. And it's just like, how do you be supportive and how, you know, without hurting feelings or without. Saying too much or not saying enough. And, you know, even I didn't know Jana at the time that she went through everything they were going through. I mean, I met her a year and a half ago. But even then, it's like, I feel like all you can really do is just kind of stand by and listen. But like,
4: how much is enough? I think you you can say out loud to to the people that you're you're dealing with that like I, I need to see a history yeah. of positive, healthy, yeah. non toxic behavior for me to be on board. You
0: just look forward.
4: Yeah, and, and that's not where I am right now. Yeah. I, I'm gonna follow your lead in terms of understanding that you're moving forward with this person and I'll stand by in support of you, but I need to see a history yeah. for me as an individual to be on board. I like that.
1: And I was and I was kinda telling him or I was, when I was talking to Sarah about this, I was saying you know, f- with Michael, not everybody was on board the day I said I'm staying with mm-hmm. Michael. It took months, years. Uh, know especially because taken... there's never
2: one day that you said I'm staying with Mike.
1: Right, but it's it's a it's a pro- so I'm like see see the process, and if, if if he looks like he's changing and continuing to grow, then that's your okay. He is trying. He is becoming the man that he says he's going to be in this relationship. That's so, it. but for the person to be, you know. It's this or either support or not support. Is it's a little aggressive yeah. with the situation? I think that, and you I might think everyone's
0: different too. Everyone has their ways of dealing with whatever they are dealing with. I just think that I've seen that in a lot of friends and family and people I know where they're with people that maybe the others don't. It's hard when you care about someone to that you, know, you don't maybe approve of. Yeah. Yes. How and
1: long feel-
2: it, How long has it been since things are trying to turn? to the other direction like how long have you been expected now to get on board not long okay
1: it yeah
2: but because it's but that she just fresh, like heard a just...
1: lot of bad stuff
2: right
0: i just it, like wait what i just feel like like even i keep bringing it back to janet because that's really the only like other i just feel like when when it's a whole lot going around and there's a lot of people involved which i'm sure there was a ton of people involved mm-hmm. with you i just don't know like when is too much like do I step in? Do I step back? Do I watch? Do I say? You know, I just don't know, and I think a lot of people don't know when do I fully voice my. I
1: mean, I'll say this for for my friends. I know there was a couple times where I'm like, "That's it, I'm done, I'm leaving," and then I, then I, you know, we worked on it, and then there was another incident that happened where I called them, told them. And then I knew that I had to leave because I've now just told so much that I would be crazy not to leave. And they would, I, I know what they would say. and But then when I said I was still staying, you know, I know my, I know what my girlfriends thought. But they, at the end of the day, they still love me. And they're like, I mean, we disagree with you, but yeah. we love you and we'll support you.
0: Because that's what I think is hard. You don't want to make, the, like you, if we were friends in that time, I would not want to make you feel... Okay, I just told her this, so now I can't tell her this. But now I want to tell—I would never want to make someone feel like they can't tell me, or they said too much, or now they're
1: afraid to well, tell. Yeah, exactly. And then because now Michael's his best version he's ever been, Ex- yeah. so now they're seeing the the best version of him. So if I didn't stay and give him that chance, yeah. this version we, no one would have
4: seen. Yeah, I, I think one of the things to keep in mind is not to alienate the loved one. You know what I mean? The person that you're concerned about. Yeah. And to to your point, Jenna, being able to say, like, I love you no matter what. Yeah. Here are my thoughts. I'm worried mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. I feel happy about that. But I'm standing on the sidelines here to yeah. support you so that if this person needs to come to you at any time, whether it's to tell you the great news that everything's wonderful or yeah. whether it's to tell you, like, I need out and I need help. Yeah. You haven't, like, shut that door with judgment. Yeah. But you haven't smoke screened it either by not being exactly. authentic yeah. and saying like i'm worried about this and i have to say it out loud but i'm i'm in your corner no matter what that's good i think I that, like that.
2: I th- yeah i think that's great too and that that's kind of what Jana's family did in our situation where her mother came to me and was basically like look if Jana loves you we're gonna love you yeah. if she doesn't we're not going to yeah. like simple as that her entire family they're such a close family they feed off of janna's feelings her emotions her presence yeah And that really dictated, like, how their interaction with me was over the last two and a half years. So for you to, like, exactly what Hillary just said, still be there in support and just read off of whoever your friend or whoever Mm -hmm. it is. Just be like, I'm going off of you, but here are my feelings. I think Hillary hit it on the head because that's what Jan's family did.
1: And I also think, too, for the person that, you know, you're dealing with and kind of me, too, we want... And need sympathy in those moments. But I think sometimes too much said is, is also bad. Yeah. Because we're putting ourselves in a what situation. You like you would be like, why did you involve them? Why did you tell them that? And I'm like, oh, and looking yeah. back, I'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. I actually probably didn't need to do that. Oh, and weird. now I've just kind of stirred it more and made it worse. But you can own so, that. And you can admit that. So that's, yeah, I think, Yeah, but a I think in that moment, I just, I wanted... People just want to have them like uh, be on you your want, side. You and want people rallied around you yeah. because it could be you
0: don't know it could be the hardest time of your life. So you want to make sure you've got people on your bench. Yeah,
2: that's you know that's actually a good nice
1: analogy there. Brings up a good question <laughs> for forward. for
2: Hillary because Hillary, you deal with like you said a lot of celebrities, maybe in the limelight, maybe more of their businesses out there. Do you have a different approach when you're dealing with someone that is of celebrity or known rather than maybe a more you know private couple dealing with like these issues?
4: I, mean, I think the macro answer is not really, okay. you know, because when it gets down to it, folks in the public eye or celebrities are the same. It's as, the same, right? Right, as as any any other person. But I mean, they do bring to the table different issues. Like, mm-hmm. what what is it like to have your husband and your business, you know, Everywhere. out in the public eye? That is that is an issue that most people wouldn't have to deal with. So in cases like your scenario, yeah, that's a whole other added pressure. So yes, I mean, dealing with that and working through that. It's certainly something I take on, but kind of like when it gets down to like the guts of a couple, it's so similar. Right. Right. so, so similar. Stars, they're just like us. Right. (laughs) Right.
2: All right, guys. So with our new baby on the way, we are really trying to stay in bed as much as we can. (laughs) And it's a lot easier to do on our Brooklyn and Sheets, that's for sure. And just to let you know, Brooklyn and Sheets were named the winner of the best of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping.
1: Oh, that's a fun fact, Michael. It is a fun fact. And also
2: another fun fact, Jana, is that they're not all about just sheets. They have (laughs) towels, robes, candles, sleep masks, even more options for gifts for this holiday season for people. Our Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets we've ever slept on. Now it's time for you to upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code Jana at Brooklinen.com. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the promo code Jana at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code Jana Brooklinen. These really are the best sheets ever. Do
1: you have a hard time spelling, babe? <laughs> <laughs> B-R-O-K-E-N.
2: K-L-I-N-E-N.
1: <E-N. laughs> I guess I'm teaching Jolie how to spell. Well, here's the deal. Um, another thing that we're loving, and it's so great because I really am trying to have great household products around our house. Because just with, you know, I feel like we've had so many guests on here. They say it's not just about what you put in your body. It's about... The products that you have around your house.
2: And that you put, that you're exposed to. Yeah, that we're exposed
1: yeah. to. So, you know, I started to really go through, and I was like, man, I don't know if this surface cleaner is good. But we've always loved uh, Myers products. Um, we love Burt's Bees. So, anything from...
2: Baby Gannix. Baby
1: Gannix. So let me tell you about Grove Collaborative. So it is the perfect place to get all of your household products for a clean and healthy home. So like Mike just said, there's Brooke um, Babyganics, there's Myers uh, Cleaning Supplies, Sunscreen Lotions. They make sure that all of their products are free from animal testing. And the great thing, too, is, is it's cheaper. So when I shop with Grove.com, doc- co i get auto schedule shipments right to my door and i can even text a real person to get product recommendations and it's just really great again because they're natural chemical free products for our house and the baby on the way and honestly it's just it's nice to not have to go to the grocery store
2: It is. And Jana's a (laughs) big advocate for ordering things and having them come to our door. And so the fact that these are all things that we have used on a daily basis, even before we found out about this, has been fantastic.
1: Yeah. So for a limited time, our listeners who sign up get an amazing free 30-day supply of seedling uh, Grove's tree-free paper towels, toilet paper and tissues, a free 60-day VIP membership, and a surprise bonus gift, which I know what it is and it's really cute, um, if you place an order of $20 or more. So check out Grove and our special offer at grove.co slash janna that's grove.co slash janna hey uh mark will you read an email for hillary
3: well yeah i mean this is uh someone wrote this to janna and i think hillary could probably really help out this person whose name is joanna she says i feel so lost right now my name is joanna i'm almost 24 years old my boyfriend of four years broke up with me and there's just so much history there i'm really having a difficult time being without him i feel like i lost a part of myself Is there any way to have a podcast about how to get over a heartbreak? He's my first love, my first boyfriend. I need your advice. You're so wonderful, Jana, and your podcasts are inspiring. And I think this would really help me. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Your heart's breaking. That's heartbreak is worst,
4: Joanna. That's show, Joanna. I was just thinking about breakups the other day and thinking about how they're really in the realm of grief. You know, it, this really is a grief for her. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just a breakup, especially when you're with someone for that long. It's like losing a family member. Oh, it's yeah. a, it's a death. Devastating. It's devastating. So the idea or expectation that she would be sort of okay anytime really soon is... is too lofty at this point like it really is having to grieve that loss and grieve the change in friends and the change of what your daily life feels like and the change of what your imagined your future would be like so it's a lot of grief and loss and sadness so I think you have to allow some room for that and do a lot of self-care around that whatever that might mean for her what you would do for, for yourself if you weren't feeling well you know physically you try to do for yourself when you're not feeling well mentally whether it's like trying to exercise or get more sleep or be with friends or loved uh, family or exercise more that sort of thing but giving her the space to really grieve and also trying to start to put together almost like a mental vision board of what her life is going to be like moving forward without this person like what are the pieces of her life that she wants to expand and grow that maybe she didn't in the relationship just because of sheer time or whatever were the issues in that relationship you know so starting to have a a seed like a kernel of hope start to grow so she can create like a new picture of, yeah. of what she's working towards.
1: I like that a lot. And I also think obviously when you're in the middle of it, it's the worst. Breakups are just awful. But at the same time though, I'm thinking about all my breakups and I remember I have a diary too that I've, I've kept and <gasps> sometimes I go back and I, <laughs> I, you do? Yeah. I, I go back and I just, it's like, you know, I'm reading how devastated I was from this, you know, from these breakups but then I look, you know, a year later and I'm a different person. I'm happier. I'm with someone new. And, you know, it's like the doors. It's it's crazy what happens when doors shut and the, well, the windows. And the doors it's so open cliche,
0: but I totally, I, you become so much stronger and yeah. you grow so much. Like I look at my 16 year old self, oh, <laughs> but like, it's great. Like I literally, I, it's funny. I always go back to that and I'm like, no, I, something changed. You know what I mean? Like you just become a different you become stronger than you thought because the days you know you feel like it's the end of the world and you don't want to like see the world or you oh my god I watched sex in the city for two weeks straight I'll (laughs) never forget my first breakup (laughs) I was like 18 the world was ending my dad was like get out of bed but it's you know
1: yeah in the moment especially at that that age it's like so young yeah we all have a high school sweetheart for sure but even just in our 20s you know my 20s I was like I'm never gonna find anyone and then you know we break up and it's just awful and but you always – you just learn and you grow so much more about yourself. And I would just embrace that time and embrace the growth that you're going to have for yourself and, and you know, who you're – it's exciting to be like, okay, like, then who is my person?
4: Well, <laughs> and one thing I always think about is that is that feeling states never stay the same. Like, pick – the worst feeling you've ever ever had in your life and you imagined it would never go away, it always shifts and changes. Always, always, always. That's like, a good one. No one has ever been able to give me an example where that's not true. It doesn't mean like grief might not carry with you or sadness or hurt or whatever it is, but they never stay exactly the same. So sort of knowing that and believing that uh-huh. will sort of give some hope for the future. And to your point, Jenna, I totally agree. There's not a breakup in my own personal history yeah. that I can't think of that I didn't, learn something significant Oh yeah. Whether it was like a year later or five years later or three months later. I'm married now, I have two kids, but all of of that history and heartbreak that I also hadn't had those moments, like I wouldn't trade one of them.
1: Right.
2: And Joanna, if a lot of that too is, you know, relating to other people's stories, if maybe she has friends that have gone through bad breakups, but if this helps, this situation, if Jana and I can go through the pain that we have both felt, from our situation, which, I mean, during the midst of it, did you ever think it was going to go away? Never. Never. Me either. Ever. Ever. And so...
1: And it's still there from time to time.
2: Right. Which, But is it's exactly, lessened, it lessens ex- over time. Exactly to Hillary's point. Yeah. Like the grief and stuff like that it doesn't just go away. You learn something from it. You become stronger from it. Yeah. But that... It does being lessen. Being in the midst of that, it lessens. We're not in that anymore. If we can go through that... Yeah. I think Joanna can
1: you got this, go through that
2: grief, go through that pain, and come out on the other side. Yeah. I know yeah. right now it feels like it won't ever end, like Hillary said. I mean,
1: you're your lobsters out there. Don't worry. Oh. Um.
2: Okay. So today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, again, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere. At any time. Do
1: you know, by the way, sorry not to interrupt you, but how many times I've like needed advice in that moment. And, you know, my therapist either is like, well, I can see you next Tuesday. I'm like, I don't want next. I need now. Now. Now.
2: (laughs) You're a now kind of person.
1: (laughs) I need it right now. And then I get on a blog and then people are telling me all these things when I really need to talk to a therapist.
2: Absolutely. Or your husband. Mm -hmm. But better off. (laughs) Just text a therapist. That means you can prove your mental health even if you have had trouble making time for it in the past, like Jana's struggling with right now when her therapist can't see her. (laughs) Remember that therapy isn't about just venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. So again, you don't have to have a current issue. If you just want to bounce an idea off of somebody, go to Talkspace.
1: And it's an app. So there's um, therapists on there that are professional therapists they have their degree and you just download the app make sure you have internet connection and you're set for great mental health
2: and these therapists are available 24/7 <sighs> and the app has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face on a daily basis to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy go to talkspace.com slash jana and use the code Janna to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Janna and Talkspace.com backslash Janna.
1: So, I guess I have to say something really fast. Um, Michael kind of gets jealous when my FabFitFun boxes <laughs> come to the door. and Super jealous. He, you do. And he's like, well, I want a box. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll never forget the day that our producer, Amy, texts me and says, um, can you pick out a man crate for Michael? And I'm like, oh, a man crate. Like, I've been
2: what? dying to do this like, spot.
1: What is this? So <laughs> I go on man crates and I start looking at all these different crates and there are so many different ones. Like, And you, by the way, you guys, again, Michael's been dying to do this spot because it's truly so authentic to his <laughs> needs so anyways so I'm going through and I'm like okay there's a crate for whiskey there's a crate for um, cooking there's like a kni- like make your own knife there's all like I mean I feel so- like a
2: horse in the stable right now just ready for Janet to open the gate so I can just start talking <laughs> about it like-
1: I know but I'm like there's all these different things and I'm like you know what Amy this is kind of overwhelming because you know Mike likes to cook he likes whiskey he likes knives he likes these things but then I saw this one crate <laughs> And I was like, you know what? He's probably going to pick this crate, but I'm just going to let him, like, choose whatever one he wants. And guess which one he chose. Michael, go for it. You're out of the stable, baby.
2: So, yeah, Jana was overwhelmed. And so going through it, I went through. There were, I think, 115 man crates total on the site when I looked. There's probably even more now. Actually, there are even more. So there's over 100 different types of man crates. Are there really? Yes. Wow. Trust me, i will looked through all of them.
1: <laughs> and the no one doubt. that I
2: found <laughs> to get.
1: drumroll, roll, please, for which one did Mike get?
2: Zombie Annihilation <laughs> Kit, baby. It came. <laughs> That's right. It came with like... an 11-inch machete, a tomahawk, a 6-inch po- uh, knife, uh, gorilla glue, duct tape, like, what? a book for Zombie Apocalypse Survival Guide, the same author of Ward or Z. He knows what he's talking about. So I am prepped and ready.
1: I was like, why do you? And I knew it. I The second I saw Zombie Annihilation, I was like, I bet you he's going to pick that one. And that's the one you picked. I was Absolutely. Like, oh my God, do I With a my smile husband? on my
2: face, I texted Janet back. I said, I want the Zombie Annihilation <laughs> man crate now. <laughs> it's just stuff that I would never buy myself. Yeah. You know, it's stuff that's fun to have as a man. And so... Especially for this holiday season, there are so many options for your father, for your father. Yeah, we
1: got my brother. brother we got my brother. The whiskey kit.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many options for that for that male in your life that you don't know what to get. I'm telling you, you will find something. There's this you is can the create the greatest your, thing ever. You really can create amazing. your own knife on there. You, the you can open the crate. You can create your own knife. <laughs> You're
1: so excited. I'm right so now. I mean, excited. Need to calm down.
2: I mean, you. Can, I mean, anything. Uh, exotic meats, where they have ostrich, alligator, all that kind of jerky. Wow! Grilling, different ty- types of grilling. I will say it's uh, really packages. okay, Michael. Okay, calm I
1: mean... down. <laughs> I will say it's really hard to shop for for the men in your life. I mean, especially for like my dad and my brother. I'm like, I don't know what to get you, but I mean, this truly is the place to go. Um, man, crate. <laughs> go ahead, Michael. Why don't you just? <laughs> yes, please. Let
2: me finish. <laughs> and every <laughs> most gifts ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar, and so. You have to, the man, it was a gift to me, so I had to pry it open with this crowbar. You felt and like it, a man, didn't you? It is legit. I didn't feel like a man that took me a little while, but, it, <laughs> but that was part of the fun. That's part of the novelty, and it was such a great time, and I really enjoyed it. Um, just remember, with man crates, you're giving more than a gift. You're giving a gift experience that you will all remember, and I definitely remember my first man crate. Every man crate comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and I can vouch for that because I also have the whiskey man crate as well. So they're two for two for me. I'm on my way to over hundred. Okay,
1: Michael, get to
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners to this show, buy one gift and you will get the second gift for twenty-five percent off when you go to mancrates.com slash wine. W H I N E. This offer is only for the holidays. Again, buy one gift and get the second twenty-five percent off at mancrates.com slash wine. Mancrates.com slash wine. Again, W H I N E. Go get one.
1: Can we talk about anxiety for a second? Yes. So I have really, really, really bad anxiety. I had PTSD when I, from an incident when I was 21. Um, And so Michael and I got into an argument last night on the car ride (laughs) home from our friend's house uh, because we were talking about, I brought up something to our friends and I said, I'm starting to have anxiety. And I brought this up with my therapist too because, and she wanted me to share it with Michael, that I'm having anxiety about the C section that I, that, you know, we're going to have. And I had a really tough C section with Jolie. I freak out. Who do you want to explain since you feel like what you said to me last night? Uh,
2: basically, <laughs> that was bad. But basically, yeah, were, Jana, I, Jana so gets it starts to get anxiety about the birth and being in the hospital and the pain. And then so, for with when we had Jolie, she was like, "I need like the epidural. I need the epidural." Like, kind of like screaming at the doctors. She I wasn't gets the, screaming at the doctor. not screaming, but she, you, you know, you're anxious, you're wrapped yeah. up. You're like, "Hey, I need the epidural." You get the epidural, then you start freaking out because you can't feel anything.
1: So I don't like to feel like I, it was this weirdest feeling in the world to me, not to be able to feel my legs and from you know waist down. I was like, "I don't like, it. I don't like this feeling. I don't like this feeling." Like, and my heart starting to race, and I was like, "I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore." And he's like, well, you just asked for it, and I'm like, okay, but I like, like, and then his energy gives me more anxiety. And what the problem with this conversation? And I'll just say this, is he goes, how can I be helpful with your anxiety? And and this was last and night. this is last night, and you got, he was so, it's all in your head, and you,
2: eventually, again, just like it was in the hospital with Jolie. I don't automatically go there. It's you. You, did, you don't understand. You get like you cannot be rationed with you when you get that. You think that I like
1: that feeling though? No,
2: I'm. I'm not saying you do. I'm not saying you purposely do it. I'm just saying when you are in that super anxious space, yeah, you're getting hot right now.
1: Gloves are coming off. You,
2: you cannot be rationed with. So.
1: But I need remind- you to stay calm, and then maybe I can.
2: Right, and that is my job. But
1: he doesn't stay calm, and he's like, "Well, you have to prepare yourself." I go, "I am preparing myself for the uncomfortable. I know it's going to suck." But I, I'm still, like, I'm still going to have anxiety. It doesn't just go away. He's like, well, I don't know because it's just all in your head. And I'm like, yeah, I hate that. I hate having to, like, already freak out about anxiety and and probably and have a panic attack at and, and someone yelling on top of me. I'm the mic. I was like, and you didn't even – I go, and you know what? You just made it – now I don't even want to talk to you about my anxiety because yeah. now you just made it worse, and now you're yelling at me because, well, I, if I can't give you what you want – and it's like, you know what? Never mind. I'm – not just fine. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about it. And now I don't feel it supported and I'm going to have an anxiety attack and I'm going to work through it for myself because, and you're going to get heightened. But you think he basically thinks I'm crazy. He's like, because he doesn't know what an anxiety attack feels like. And those people make me feel crazy. You do that to Ty? No,
0: I'm like the mic, but I am the calm one. So like Ty has really bad anxiety. And when he gets that anxiety, he looks to me to be his rock and I'm his rock. But then after six years, I'm like, okay, let's, we know how to do this. Let's breathe. You know what I mean? I'm like, every time I can't be there to hold your hand. If you have an anxiety attack and I'm there, it's an, you know what I mean? So I'm in the middle because I stay calm, but then like, I want to go into the bathroom and cry. And then I want to come out and be like, I'm calm. I'm cool. You know what I mean? Cause Mm -hmm. I don't want to freak out in front of him because I am his rock. And so I kind of, I'm like in the middle because sometimes I want to scream at him. Sure. But I know he think, I don't want him to think that I think he's, crazy Is yeah that's, you and that's know what the I thing mean? and he
1: makes me feel crazy because i do say and i already feel crazy yeah. for feeling my anxiety
4: yeah i'm so happy i'm here to talk about this <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're all Take just care. like sweating i know Everyone's i'm like sweating up. Up.
1: <laughs> and i all was right. so i was i mean i called you an a-hole last night it's been a long time since i've called you a word
2: it has been a long time yeah and
1: i'm, and I'm sorry for calling you that but you 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 that was rude you asked me for what I needed, I told you what I needed, and then you then you got heightened and then you just made my anxiety ten and times. Can worse. I just
2: explain just so Hillary sorry can Hillary, hear. <laughs> we're yeah. still
1: not letting your time <laughs> this, this
2: was literally last night. I'm sorry, Hillary.
1: Yeah, this is very fresh. So
2: I just want to say again, last night was an example of I was calm at the beginning
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's why I said, What can I do to help with your anxiety? And we start talking about it. And then you, we got on topic of if you need something to go ask the doctors for you. And I said, yes, I understand that, and I will go ask the doctors if you need something. And her gyno said, if you need something, I'll give you this or whatever. His
1: tone was not that.
2: Uh, initially, I was. I was like, okay. I was like, yes, I can go ask him. But let me just prepare you, where you might not get the outcome you want. You might be asking for something. They're like, hey, medically, we can't give you this.
1: And then I would say, okay. And then you're like, but that's not what you do. And I'm that's like, that's not what you Okay, do. but I but I have then if the doctor says no, that's no. I there's nothing I can do.
2: But it's, but like it's you the, at
1: least saying, hey, you know what? I went and I asked, and they said you can't have this right now. So I, then it, I need you to stay calm with me. And he keeps going, but but but. And then this is building my anxiety. Now now I'm now I'm now I'm getting more. Okay, up. she's gonna go into labor, and I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's get yeah. okay.
4: Let's get to this quickly.
1: Okay, um, <laughs> oh, I'm actually having
4: contractions. Oh my god, I'm oh, coming. All right, oh, we gotta g- get through this fast. Okay. Um, good. So this is a good moment to kind of do a little psychoeducation for Michael okay. and for your listeners, because anxiety is a real thing, like a real physical condition. And we treat it the same way we would think about treating like bronchitis or pneumonia or any other physical condition. It is it is not just in the, the head. I mean, obviously it has roots in the mind, but it becomes a physical condition and it becomes out of the person's control so it's it's not something that Jana can choose it doesn't mean that you're like void of all responsibility and you don't do the best you can to be graceful and kind and respectful during those moments but I think for you Michael being able to conceptualize it like that that it's not something that she can just choose not to have might be a good place to start I think when you guys have that kind of conversation you the information that you're coming back at her with is not relevant for that conversation because you you guys haven't created a foundation about how you're going to deal with this right Mm -hmm. so even though it might be a reality that you guys come up with a plan and you implement it and jana freaks out and doesn't do anything that she says she's going to do and does everything you say that she's going to do right that sort of is for the next conversation but like the first conversation to create a safety zone so for her to feel like okay at least my anxiety can start feeling contained or at least attended to or validated to happen first and that like didn't get to happen Mm -hmm. and once that happens then you can have the next conversation which is like okay so if we have this safety plan and you go outside of it or start coming at me or start um you know doing what you did last time or whatever what are we going to do but the 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 first conversation kind of has to be more like tell me all about what you're afraid of Mm -hmm. and and what i can do for you and your job is just go okay 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 for that first conversation because that that anxi- that anxiety is, is I just had a baby seven months ago and I had Are a- you
1: serious? You look wow. amazing. <laughs> Thank whoa. You.
4: Thank you. Um <laughs> <Sarah>. but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Clap Thank clap you clap, clap, clap. Thank okay. you so much. Um but I had a plan C section and yeah. I had that ex- same experience and it is really unnerving to feel like you're paralyzed from yeah. half your body down. It's it's really unnerving. So I think most women feel that way anyway. Uh-huh. And then if you have a history of anxiety and it's tied to a an incident that created PTSD for yeah. you.
1: Feeling trapped. Yes. yes, That
4: that runs really deep. So you're right. Your fear that it might be, um, uh, she might be impulsive or not behave as you guys plan is probably a reality because you mm-hmm. have this history and yeah. who knows how it's going to go. But being able to feel like you're united on like the idea of mm-hmm. how it's going to go and then coming up with contingency plans after, I think is, is a place to start. And Michael, I'm noticing you're,
1: well,
0: to
4: my he I, might slightly be rolling his eyes at me. I can't No, he, no, 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 no.
1: No, 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 And, and no. I kind of wanted to thank you for bringing that because I was going to say, "Why are you calling BS to this?" I'm not because calling you BS still to think it. that it's something that I, I that I can control.
2: Okay, all right. Here and here, let me just say this.
1: So, thank you for calling him out because okay. I was going to too.
2: Saying it's not a choice; you can't control it. Okay, that's what's being said. What about you?
1: Have no idea no, listen, what anxiety listen, feels listen, like listen, and how me. people feel sec- anxiety. Listen,
2: listen to me for a second. I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I'm not. I'm just saying for – let's use the example of addiction. Let's use addictions, okay? People are addicted to something, but it still comes down to a physical choice to what decisions you make. Regardless of addiction being a mental disorder or not.
0: Why are you getting um, so mean? I I, I, I think I have a way of maybe coming in because I I do have a question, kind of like what Mike's saying. What is the line between – obviously Jana has anxiety and like I know that Ty, my Ty has anxiety but what a- is there a line between anxiety and then not that he's mental but then okay not only so you have anxiety and now you're getting in your own head because like he doesn't like to fly okay so we're flying and now all he's talking about is his anxiety and that he gets anxiety you know I have ang- okay well let's not talk I know you have anxiety so You know what I mean? What's the medium between, okay, let's accept that you have anxiety, but now, because I'm very like weird when it comes to those things, I'm like, okay, let's listen to a podcast. Let's close our eyes. Like, I try to be like, okay, let's not say the A word and let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm mental in my own right. So I'm like, I'm all in my mind. So sometimes I'm like, is there a borderline to where
4: like, okay, maybe you're making it worse right now? Of course. I mean, it it doesn't mean that you don't get to protect yourself as the partner of someone with anxiety. It doesn't mean you just have to give yourself over to the whim of of that person. And, And to your point, you know, talking about addiction, if someone's addicted to drugs and their behavior is completely destructive, it's not like we just stand back and go, but they have a disease. That's okay. Right. I mean, we make decisions to draw boundaries and we mm-hmm. even have to separate our lives from them, be out of contact with them until they get healthy. I'm, I'm certainly not suggesting we just follow the whim of someone that's struggling, whether it's with anxiety or addiction. But I mean, we do get to protect ourselves. It, you can certainly suggest to him, let's let's think about not saying it. How about music? How about a podcast? And if it's not. Um, resonating with him, then you can say, you know what, love you and I'm here for you, but I need a, a break from this energy. So I'm going to, I
0: just want to try and fix it. I mean, even if, if she, you know, and I'm sure Mike feels it's hard watching someone and not because you're right. It's not like they have a cough or there's nothing I can. And I'm control free. yeah. And so when I can't, it gives, it's like, well, it gives that's, me, that's, and I'm that's like, what it Ugh. is. It's
2: if, if I try and that's the thing, I, I am empathetic towards Jennifer in this way. And that's what it is. I don't want to see her like that. But it's when I try to help, but yet she won't. I feel like she won't take what I have to say. She has to hear it from a doctor. She has like if I'm like, "Hey, honey, you're gonna be okay." Well, you don't know that. Go get a doctor. Like I, I'm like I'm telling you, you're gonna be fine. Like why don't I'm your husband. But I why love can't you, you just support would, what
1: what what I need in that moment for but my anxiety? Why can't you just listen
2: to me at the same time? Because
1: what if? Why can't you just? I just I'm like actually really getting upset. But
2: That's why doesn't my why doesn't my voice matter in those moments?
1: Why, like, why will you just not support what I need?
2: So you need a doctor to tell you that you're okay.
4: Sure, in that moment, maybe that's what I need. What's feeling so upsetting for you right now? I feel
1: claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. Like I just feel like stuck. Like I feel like you won't. Like you don't. You make me feel like I'm fucking crazy for having anxiety. I don't want to feel this way.
4: Uh, Mike, I'm curious. What if it is true that for her, she sometimes does need an outside party like a doctor or something to tell her it's gonna be okay. Like what if that's true? What does that bring up for you?
2: It it brings up because it, it'll be on something super elementary and it's like I'm like, in your are you, opinion do, it though. Makes, in it your makes, opinion. It makes me feel like like what i have to say doesn't matter and that it doesn't carry any way. like what do you, and like honestly it's like i'm your husband do you think i'd possibly put you in a situation mm-hmm. that is harmful for you mm-hmm. no i wouldn't i'm your husband i want to see you okay and so i'm going to make sure in all that i can control that you're okay
4: yeah it makes you feel somehow ineffective or not relevant or yes. something in those moments yeah so it, i mean kind of from an outsider's perspective it's it, not being in the emotion of it you can see both sides i mean it makes sense right that for Jana, that it's so important to be able in those moments where she feels completely panicked and like almost traumatized to be able to get what she needs even if what she needs is something that you don't totally understand or doesn't resonate with you Mm
5: -hmm.
4: and somehow not being able being able not to take it personally you know but it it really makes sense to me why that comes up for you you're her husband you want to protect her and you want her to feel your love and like your focus on her that like i got you and that sense that the i got you isn't enough makes you feel but this impotent is, or something, this right? This is like
0: your main anxiety right now, right? You know what I mean? Like, usually it's not like... like I mean,
1: like, I'll have anxiety attacks. I can work through an anxiety attack now. he's there for... You know what I mean? Like, but there like, are times when, like, I'll... It's... I just want to know that they can land yeah. the plane.
0: No. <laughs> you know what totally. I mean? Like, just... Like, just like if I, it's one big thing, just, does it just, take one thing for him to do? And then it's like, okay, we're good. Yeah, it's Because it's
1: not every time. Just him either asking or... But, but saying no to... To my fear, or to my 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 safety net of at least asking, he's just saying no to it right off the bat, and that gives me no. more anxiety. When have, when have I said no? Well, exactly. When you're like, you're fine. I'm your husband. Like, you're you're not gonna die. And I'm like, but can you just? I'm asking you to feel safe, and I'm asking you to do something to make me feel safe.
2: Can Can I ask a question? There's, there's just uh, yes. a question. What about you hearing from me, your husband? What about you hearing from me? Hey. We're not, the plane's not going to crash. We're going to be okay. Hey, we're not going to get sick. Hey, there's not going to be an earthquake. What, like, what about hearing something from me isn't enough for you?
1: I'm not saying it's not enough, but.
2: But what is it? Why, why don't you take I'm, what I say? Like, I'm just curious.
1: For my anxiety, sometimes I just need to know that. For, I don't know how to how to explain it. Like, I think,
4: I think what's hard to accept from my standpoint is that the anxiety is, is bigger than you in those moments. That it really isn't about you. That it's not Mm -hmm. about your effectiveness as a husband. It's not about her love for you or her trust in you. That it really is about something that's overtaken her and she needs a set of things to help contain her. And one of them is you. And one of them is you being her advocate, it sounds like. And
1: if it can't happen, then I need you just to be calm and reassuring. And again, knowing, not making me feel crazy on top of it. Because that's the worst part. And Because people that don't have anxiety don't understand that they feel like they're going to die and their heart's going to explode and they're going to pass out. And I mean, there's so many times I've had, I get so heightened that I'll, that I'll pass out yeah. because I, mean, I get so, but I mean, I've been able to like work through it and, you know, do all the things that I've learned from therapy and the counting and going outside or all, all like so many different things. But sometimes I can't control it and I just need that. I, I need you not to get upset and make it 10 times worse because then I don't feel supported and then I feel more heightened. And that's how I felt in the car last night. And then I felt trapped in the car. I I literally wanted to get out of the car on the expressway because I felt so trapped that you just weren't being supportive at all. And then I'm like, I don't even – now I'm terrified of the C-section. I'm terrified of – it now I'm terrified of being a baby or being crazy or – and that just makes my anxiety a million times worse.
4: So I would say that since we're like on a timeline – baby coming like any moment i maybe normally wouldn't say this because i just met you mike but i <laughs> i'm just going for the intervention sure like, right say, okay, now. Mike. Yeah. no i would say this i would say for for you in this moment since it's so big your right. baby's coming and you have this when well, i know the experience i had with jolie and how
1: i did freak out so i don't want that to happen again yeah. but it's it is a trauma kind of that's in my head that
4: happened yeah. i would say like for you and i say this to couples all the time to different parties of the couple, depending on the situation, like you kind of have to be the hero in this moment, you know, in the hospital with her and sort of setting aside the part that's your, um, I don't want to call it agenda, but that's about you, you know, that sense of like, wait, she's rejecting me or somehow I'm not being useful to her Mm -hmm. because that's not what it's about at all. It doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like Janet. It just sounds like there's a specific set of things that you need to feel contained Mm -hmm. and being able to say like, you know what? I'm just going to give this to her. You know, I'm just going to give this to her and it's not going to be about me in this moment. And I'm going to kind of lean into the belief that like this woman loves me. Like she chose me she's here after all you guys have been through, like she's like here in the biggest way, she's having your baby boy, right? You know, and just being able to show up for her in that moment, and I, and that kind of stuff is much easier when there's that goodwill and a lot of emotional money in the bank, you know, it's like, all right, I got this, I can put my like, like a personal agenda aside and you guys are like, you know, a little wobbly in that front, but like it would be a good time to practice because it would be so lovely if this could be a different experience in that regard.
1: Yeah. I just think it's hard for people that don't have anxiety to understand you know I and, totally that's, agree. and that's where I think it's frustrating it is, when, yeah when you know when we were when you thought said oh Mike are you rolling your eyes and I'm like he's going Ugh, like
2: I wasn't rolling my eyes
1: well but we could tell that you were I was just not ha- I was having right. thoughts right yeah. but your thoughts are that anxiety is a mind thing and, and it's we're crazy is basically how I'm, you make it seem
2: that's not at all I'm asking questions. Yes, it doesn't make sense to me because I don't suffer from anxiety or lack of control in that realm. So I'm curious because for like seriously like in my logical brain it makes sense like I'm your husband if I say it's going to be okay, it's probably going to it's not a medical question like you know if it's something seriously medical, obviously I'd ask a professional. But something is You know,
1: when people that suffer from anxiety, sometimes that's just not enough for us. It's we need that extra security and safety because we don't believe that and then our minds just get worse.
2: How do you know that when it stops? Like, how do you know? Like the doctor is enough or do you need something else above that? Do you need something else above that? Do you need a report that says that this happens?
1: if, If I need a doctor then that's all, then that's what I need to tell me. Just like, you know, whatever. If I need.
2: All in all. First, I want to say I'm sorry that you got worked up and emotional. I'm sorry that I wasn't as understanding as you needed me to be in the moment last night and today. And I greatly appreciate Hillary being here today (laughs) because I think she put it well where for right now, since we're like days away, I will go into it, putting my agenda or feelings aside about this. And it's something we can pick up way after the baby's here just so I can better understand and better help. And that maybe possibly you can understand my mindset as well. But for the time being, in the immediate future, I will work very hard to remain patient. And if you need... The pizza delivery guy to tell you you're going to be okay. I will go <laughs> freaking find him and, t- and have him tell you <laughs> you're just okay. Don't
3: is, something okay. Else. <laughs> is, it, is it that simple as him remaining calm? Because my daughter goes through anxiety attacks. Oh, and I feel sorry. like How old she's is she? 12. Oh, I feel like there's I cannot do anything right. It's hard to mm. reason. And I feel like I've tried everything everything and yeah you can't reason so I, i'm just gonna hang back and then she's mad about that and then i try to really help and she's mad about that and i feel like i feel so powerless oh. and impotent like you said earlier yeah. and it's so frustrating so what should he do and what should anybody do in a situation where someone they love is going through something like that
4: yeah i mean in in my situation at least jana is able to be cl- sort of clear, clear of what i need right yeah. about right. what you need and so that's obviously the the roadmap you want to follow if you're feeling up, up to yes. it Um, And in your case, that's really hard. You have a young daughter who probably can't articulate what exactly she needs because she doesn't know and she's so young. A lot of
3: this conversation really hit home for me. Yeah,
4: and a lot of times people cannot articulate, even adults, what they need when they're having a panic attack or when they're feeling overwhelmed with anxiety. And it's imperfect. I mean, I wish I had like a a really nice, beautiful answer to give you because those situations are so hard and it's so painful to watch a loved one especially a daughter of a child and, and
3: i like mike i suffer. don't suffer from that and it's so hard to relate to that yes. yeah. and then it's the situation where how much can they control it because she doesn't do this at school she right. doesn't do this in public mm-hmm. she does it it's in like am i
0: triggering you? like because that's yes, how i feel because right. like sometimes ty i'm like oh my god is it me like am i doing this to you and then i want to start crying but then i'm calm and then i run to the kitchen and then i start crying but then i turn around uh, i think i'm getting an anxiety attack right now like you know what i mean because I feel the same way. It's like, okay, am I making it better or worse? Because as a husband or as a girlfriend or as a parent, I want to make you feel on top of the world. And if I can't do that, now it's in my own,
1: now, now I'm pissed.
2: Especially as a parent. I mean, I think
1: you, and because you don't understand and and you guys want to be able to help, you want to be able to help your daughter. You want to be able to help, you know, your wife. You want to be able to help your boyfriend. And the person that's dealing with anxiety you just got to remain calm and yeah. they, they might look crazy. I know I look crazy. I know I do. I do know that, but you just, the person just has to remain a steady, calm rock. You're you'll never understand what anxiety feels like. Mm-hmm. And it's so even hard for us to articulate it, but just to be say, I'm here for you with whatever you need. So just let me know what you need. And again, we don't know what we need, but just stay, like saying that you're there, staying calm and not being like, "Well, I'm trying to help you and you're right. doing this." Yeah. Right, cuz that right. that
3: which I which I I'm I, I go out. to so, a oh. point yeah. and and of cuz because, really yeah.
1: because you want to help and you're like, "I'm trying to right. help," but again, that just makes it I mean, that worse. made me have an anxiety attack in the yeah. car last night because it made it 10 times worse when the person gets heightened over us, cuz then we're like, "Oh, we are the we yeah. are crazy." We're, "Oh my god, yeah. you know, it's just it makes it worse." So just as hard it is for you guys to not understand, just try to remain calm. And try to just say, I'm here for you. You, you know, if you, if you need to help me to breathe or let's count together yeah, or I, or I can walk away. I
3: found that calm and and mm-hmm. hardcore empathy mm-hmm. is really mm-hmm. uh, the best move. Yeah. Yes. But it's also uh, a challenge when one of us is going for empathy and one of us is getting frustrated. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then it switches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then it's sometimes oh, too
1: much too. It's Sometimes, I, you know, like last night when I was having anxiety attack, I had to walk outside. I just had to feel cold on my feet. Or mm. I'll put cold on my wrist. Like, that helps me, too. Oh, Those well. are certain. I'll, I'll, I'll give you how the tips. How did you find that, that though? What you how mean? did you
3: figure out that cold on your feet helps you?
1: Uh, well, a therapist kind of ga- gave me some tips that kind of get me out of my head. So sometimes it'll count. So I'll breathe in three, exhale three. Or I'll sit in a room and I'll look at things that I've never noticed before. That gets me out of my anxiety. Mm, that's interesting. Um, that's good one. Like, I'd be like, oh, I've never noticed this piece of paper here. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's one um being outside, putting cold, because I get really hot when I'm anxious, and your uh, your heat and cold right there on your wrist. So mm-hmm. I, I'll put like a cold bottle of water or something cold on my wrist. Uh, neck's really good too. So yeah, just certain things like that help. But, and then just having a, somebody calm next to you that doesn't make you feel crazy.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah. I, nice. and I think why Jana's right, and and everything you just said, is it's particularly for a kid, is that they internalize that safety net that even though you might not, it might not look like you're being effective, yeah. you know, over time they internalize that you're safe and that they can be messy and that, that you're there with them and love them through it and are calm. And like it starts to build, um, you know, a certain level of self esteem and self worth and sense of stability mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a little whisper. It doesn't just like, oh, I'm better tomorrow or yeah. something. But
1: yeah. And to, and to kind of go off what you're saying too, Michael mm-hmm. and Mark, if you guys. W- if, if I said, Hey, I need you, I, I really need you to, you know, ask a doctor for this and, or something, or if I'm having anxiety attack, you don't come back with something harsh and you're like, okay, I'll do that. Cause then that becomes, then you're safe. Cause right now I don't feel safe because I don't feel like you're going to do, I feel like you're going to make me feel crazy or I feel like, so I feel like I have to work, I have to work through my anxiety myself because you're not going to be there for I, me to understand. I feel and like to, that's
0: also like a man cause like, the two guy, go- you know what I mean? Like, I think it's different if you're a guy dealing with, you know but, what I mean? But
1: but I'm you're right. But I'm saying, but if they were to like yeah. be more, um, like if you empathetic came to and, me, and and yeah, if it came to you, you would because I feel like it's a girl thing to be like, oh, you know. But what I if mean? they did that, then I would I would fall more in your arms. Your daughter might fall more into having be having that safety with you. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't get upset yeah. right away, yeah. I would then I would be like, oh, okay, my husband did. Then I then I can actually I don't need to have my other A, B, and C routes because you're telling me, and I know that you would. So. I don't know.
3: My top fifty <sighs> parenting uh, regrets are how I've dealt with her anxiety oh, over wow. the years.
4: I'm wow. so sorry.
3: Just, oh, we've tried, you know, you just try different angles, different, yeah, yeah, and it's just that's yes, yeah.
2: I can't imagine. Mm how much more difficult that is from a parent to a child because you are the parent so like even my rationale with Jana, i'm like i'm your husband like i'm not going to steer you wrong even that's like tenfold yeah, our, compared to a, right? i'm your parent mm-hmm. i'm your yeah. father i'm not going to do anything to put you in harm's way yeah. Yeah. why can't you you know wrap your head around this rationale right. that i'm explaining right. to you but that's that's heavy
4: well you always get to go back your kid and say hey i wish i'd done that differently uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know that's that's that. one thing i always talk about with parents you have? Is, mm-hmm. is to say like i you know what honey like i i wish i'd been calmer yeah. I, I didn't show up for the way because when way it's over she's very
3: apologetic which mm-hmm. isn't necessary. of course but, but so
4: because that, we feel bad we yes. do we feel bad I'm like i'm so
3: sorry
1: right. that was so stupid and I'm, right. I, I feel yeah. I'm, i because we feel crazy and we feel sorry
3: and then i'm apologetic because mm-hmm. I, of course it's things right. i regret too that's and right. it's just uh, Well,
4: with both Mike and Mark, the the intention is total love. You know, total a total wish to be there and help and hold. I mean, that that is clear. It's just like the. The delivery system is different, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Unintended. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing (laughs) fun. (laughs) But, right, I mean, that's a good thing to remember, too, is that at the core for both of you guys is is a desire to love and be there.
1: Yeah. Well, Jenna,
2: I wish I would have handled things different last night. Thanks, Ben. And I know you're still concerned now, but I'm dedicated to whatever you need in the hospital that this experience is a lot better. And other anxiety
1: issues. <laughs> Moving forward. Yay. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, I <laughs> can't wait. This is okay, great. Um, great. Um, Hillary, where can my listeners find you? At uh, drhillarygulcher.com. Thank you for uh, being here because this is yes, obviously that I, amazing. That was like, yeah. That was
2: heavy. That
1: was heavy.
2: Thank you. Hillary, thank you so you
1: much. much. I really thank appreciate you. it. Okay. So next year, we're going to be traveling a lot, babe. A lot. Yeah. What's new? I, know, I mean With our house being built in Nashville mm-hmm. and then obviously recording the podcast. Here and everything else we got going on. A lot we're of back and forth. Lots of back and forth. Um,
2: and a lot of carry-on luggage.
1: I know, which
2: I never used to carry on until I met Jana. She taught me how to pack.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he would put like he would put his he would put his shoes in the suitcase and be like, oh, "My bag is so full." And I'm like, "That's because you just put them right in the middle of your bag." Like he doesn't know how to pack, but no, I do. Luckily, he knows how. And um, I got to tell you, away luggage is really great because. I have a really hard time finding a place to charge my phone in, in, the, uh, in the airport. I'm constantly walking around trying to find an empty plug. And especially in some of those smaller airports, it's, it's a challenge. So what's great about Outway Luggage is that they have a TSA compliant ejectable battery built into your carry-on. So you can charge your phone with the suitcase. This
2: is huge with having the kids and having their you know devices as well. To stay, keep everyone charged and happy.
1: Yeah, and they have a removable, washable laundry bag, which
2: is my favorite part. It's so great. When we're somewhere, we have designate like one of our bags, yeah. the one compartment, is like the dirty clothes. And it's
1: always your bag. <laughs>
2: it's always my bag. <laughs>
1: but it's just so great because you can remove it and then you just throw it right in the washer. It's so great. And again, it's the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Um, for any destination, get your loved ones the perfect size away luggage in any color because the holiday season, everyone wants to get away. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash Jana and use promo code Jana during checkout. Again, that's twenty dollars off your first suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash jana and use promo code Jana during checkout. Oh, that was heavy, y'all. That was that was tough. I got. I can't believe I like balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do I feel so stupid? No. What? Oh, I just I couldn't help it because I had, I was getting anxiety or the just the, you the emotions around anxiety. Just it was all in my chest, and I was just like, oh, here it comes. It's coming. It's just going to come. It's go. a big time right now. It's hard. and But it's just, again, it's so hard. And I I, empath- I do empathize with all three of you because you all deal with someone that have anxiety. You're three against one right now. I really well, truly <laughs> really Three, three against one. <laughs>
0: no, that's what's so crazy. It's like so... If you think about it, you're right. Every single person in this room is dealing with... So, like, it's so out there. Everyone's dealing with someone who...
1: Yeah. You know? And, but it's just... I mean, so I do empathize with, with you guys, but it's just... I will say from the person again that has anxiety, you don't want to feel this no. way. It's it's not it's not fun. But if you guys can just please try to remain as calm as possible, that would be awesome. I'm working on it. <laughs> that would just be so great. A huge thank you to all of our uh, sponsors today for the show. We've got Brooklyn. The only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use promo code JANA at Brooklinen Grove Collaborative, my listeners who sign up, get an amazing free 30-day supply of seedling, Grove's tree-free paper towels, uh, toilet paper and tissues, a free 60-day VIP membership, and a surprise bonus gift just for you when you sign up and place an order of $20 or more.
2: Big thank you to Talkspace. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Jana and use code Jana to get $45 off your first month. Go ahead. A huge thank you <laughs> to man crates. Remember this holiday season, buy one gift and you will get the second gift for 25% off. When you go to mancrates.com slash wine, W H I N E
1: away luggage for $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com travel.com slash Jana and use promo code Jana during checkout. Amazon fire TV, head to www.amazon.com slash wind down again. That's amazon.com slash wind down to order a fire TV of your very own. Thanks guys. Thank you. But whoo.
2: What a show. Well, what thanks for everyone, next time. everyone, opening up.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks to Mark. And yeah. Um, I just, oh. I think I know a lot of people are going to be able to relate to yeah. this one.
2: There's gonna be a lot of response on this one for sure.
1: Yeah. And I would love um, for you guys to email us to how you guys deal with anxiety. If you're, if you're dealing with someone who has anxiety or vice versa, we would love to maybe circle back around on this and, um, Especially if you have maybe kids too that are dealing with anxiety. I know actually my my niece, she's thirteen and she just had her first panic attack too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, or tips. Yeah. So any tips? But tips Jana Kramer at mm-hmm. iHeartMedia.com. dot com and.
2: Should should we have a uh, what's our um, thing of the week? Oh. Our you know what? Challenge of the, week. the challenge
1: of the week is just to just should be around anxiety. Be calm. <laughs> just be calm. That should be the challenge. <laughs> if Someone's freaking out. Just everyone just be zen. Stay calm. Be, so,
2: be somebody's rock this week. Be, be
1: someone. I, like I like that.
2: Yeah. Be somebody's rock.
1: All right. Well, honey, you're gonna be mine because the next time oh you guys listen God. to us, we're gonna. Probably. You're having a baby.
0: Have a baby. Aww. It's a boy. It's a boy. We're
1: having a baby. <laughs> we
0: had a baby. It's
2: a boy. <laughs> had a baby. It's a boy. Best one eight hundred collection. That's
3: not a reference a lot of people get. I oh, think, it's so I great.
2: Love it. That was All like right, the guys. best commercial ever. It was Jim. He had a baby. It's a boy. It's a boy.
1: <laughs> Who is that, honey?
5: Great
2: All
1: right. Commercial. Well, um, Sarah, thanks for coming oh, on thanks. and also sharing, Mark. Uh, Mike, this was a good one, this and um, fun, we will be talking to you guys next from the hospital room. I can't wait. Wind down right. later.